Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Dedal. Well, I hope everyone is keeping well. The weather, I haven't even talked about the weather on the start of my podcast, but the weather is terrible this week. So let's bring back the sun. Let's all go out and do a sun dance and uh, hope that the lovely good weather comes back. Um, great episode this this week. Um, I had an old friend uh, who I've interviewed quite a few times on Fight Connect TV, professional Muay Thai fighter Jay Council, also known as Jouncil. Um, he was on just to talk about Muay Thai, his life, um, fighting and everything else in between. But we had such good fun. He's such a good character. Um, great energy and um, always have a good time um, when when I'm interviewing Jay. So it was good to, to get him on to have a sit down and to properly find out who he is, talk about his journey growing up, you know, where he's come from and then obviously the success that he's had in Muay Thai and also, you know, his little fab group of friends, um, Baba Chimp, Casey, Alex, the boys from Versatile, you know, there's, there's so much going on with that group at the moment. It was really, really good to get him on and to chat all about it um so i hope you enjoy it um we're having so much fun doing these these um episodes every episode is is just so different and so much fun and we are approaching episode 50 and this is 47 three more to go and then we're halfway to 100 i can't believe it who would have thought that when we came in to do a pilot episode that we would be nearly 50 episodes deep but Luckily, you guys enjoy it and you've been listening every week and letting us know that you really enjoy it, which is the best bit of my job. Is it even a job? Do I call it a job? Um, But as always, thank you so much for the support. Please don't stop tweeting me. Please don't stop uh, sending me DMs, talking about how much you love the podcast and sharing the podcast and tagging us in it. We really appreciate the help. We really appreciate the support. Um, And if you want to go one step further and support us that little bit more, then please do go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash the first exchange. Patreon, for anyone that doesn't know, is a platform that you can throw a couple of quid per month and that will allow us to put some much needed funds into the running of the Fight Connect TV podcast and keep it going and growing, which is, I think, what you guys want. So um, thank you very much to everyone who has donated so far. And if you are considering and you're going to donate... Thank you very much. Um, I will leave you. Enjoy the 47th episode of The First Exchange with Jay Council. Jay Council. What's happening? How are you? Yeah, all good. Thank you so much for coming in. No bother. Delighted to have you in. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we're always chatting online or whatever, but... Um, always give me the what's up. What's up? How are you? You still up? <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Give him. How are you, Someone will think that's serious. I would never be awake at three o'clock in the morning. Jasmine, Mrs. will be listening to this. I, know, I was just about to say, I was like, you better clear that up there now. But um, the last time I interviewed you, God, it would have been well over a year anyway, and it would have been with Fight Connect TV, post fight interview, as always. Yeah. But I know. The last time I spoke to you, I was like, I definitely want to go down to the gym. We do a little something, maybe do a little documentary, kind of like what yeah. I've done with Craig Coakley. But obviously, yeah, love the, the world, the world ended. Corona. Am I? Should I not curse? Or no, no, no. I? This is you can curse. Yeah, right. I, I try my best not to. I just won't curse. I say that every time you interview me, like. I don't know if we should have been cursing, but yeah. I can't help it. Well, the, the Fight Connect TV one, like, obviously you can curse on that, but no, what always, what always happens well is, some, especially your crew, you'll say something brilliant. 
Well, yeah. then you'll swear after it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't use that as a clip now because yeah. it'll be, I can't, it'll go bleeding all over the gaff. But yeah, you can swear. <laughs> it, it, I always say that if it's necessary to swear, as in yeah. if it's, you know, to, to it's convey just a, a moment. I just can't help myself, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so, I mean, how have you been getting on? Because obviously, professional fighter, fighting is your thing, no events at the moment. Yeah. How's it been? Uh, it's actually been all right. Like, I've. I've enjoyed the time off, um, just being able to sit back and evaluate everything and just sit back for once, you know? So when you're when you're constantly fighting yeah. every every eight weeks or whatever, you're just constantly doing the same thing. Mm. It gets very repetitive, do you know what I mean? Well, a lot of fighters that I've spoken to um, during lockdown and in the last couple of weeks, that's one thing they've said as well, that they have been forced to take stock have been forced yeah. to sit down and go right what's going on am I doing this right is this the right place for me to be is this the right angle for me to be going and so it's there's positives in it yeah 100% like you don't really when you're fighting you don't have time to say alright well I've I done well on this but like say even when you're when you're losing fights yeah like I lost when I lost Ryan Chain, I didn't even take any time off boom straight yeah. back in within fucking, what was it, six weeks, eight weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. Lost that fight, straight back into another fight. Yeah. I wasn't taking any time to say, right, what can I do differently here? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's what gone wrong, basically? Do you know what I mean? Is there a little bit of ego wrapped up in that decision to jump in? I think it's more, um, it's just chasing that fucking win back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just want to, I'm just, I'm very competitive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very stubborn as well. So when I lose, I'm like, I don't give a bollocks, I'm back in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just go, go, go. And uh, yeah, the lockdown then, I, I had time to sit back and go, right. Like, I actually, talking to the ego, like, I, I was reading a book there about, about ego, but yeah, it's definitely, it, the ego definitely is a big mm-hmm. factor in it. Absolutely. Wanting to get what, that what's win. What's the back. book? Um, ego is the enemy. Sounds deadly. Do yeah. You know, well, to be honest, there's now. To be honest, it, there's a bit of shy talk in it, but <laughs> it was good. There was good takeaways from it. Yeah, as well, you take, but... take what resonates with you, right? And yeah, I, w- I wouldn't it. recommend it. I shouldn't have shouted that out. Don't read it. Poxy, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you like reading, so in a bit we'll talk about books that you you do yeah. like, right? You right. can give them shoutouts. <laughs> but for somebody that doesn't fight or that doesn't. Um, understand that element of you know one what it takes to get in there to actually fight but then to have the loss or to get a loss yeah and again that's some, that what you've said there in like having to like avenge the loss or to yeah. get back a win to feel that win feeling yeah. again what is the loss like like how does it sit on you for somebody that doesn't fight to be honest like when you went like when i lost it wasn't even that i gave a bollocks about like it was more I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just wanted to get back in and get back to winning ways. Like, I kind of fell out, like, rather than enjoying the process of getting yeah. to that win and working towards that, mm-hmm. I was just chasing the end goal, which was winning, you know what I mean? Rather yeah. than enjoying it. And, like, it gets sloppy then. Once you're, mm. once you're not enjoying it and you're just, oh, I need to win or whatever, the, what's the enjoyment in that? Like, mm. p- part of the process is putting the work in and then like having fun while you're doing it mm-hmm. but um yeah obviously lucky enough for you you've had more wins than you've had losses yeah um so talk to us then when when you do get the win obviously winning the isk title as well that must have been a massive part of your 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 yeah. career 100 percent. like when uh when i when i started the isk that like I, was, I say I was only training about a month or something mm. and I, I literally i remember i wrote i wrote three goals out this was back in like 2016 i actually i only seen them on my uh on my laptop this list i made like it has the date and all on it but it was like um what was it it was get get a sponsorship now nobody i didn't have anything <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. i was like get a sponsorship um li- this is literally what i had wrote win a mickey mouse belt <laughs> that was the CRC, right? They probably never had me again on the show, but you look. <laughs> right? Shout so, out, Pavel. Yeah. <laughs> he took me knockdown down, <laughs> me knockout down off YouTube, the bastard. So 
Yeah, yeah fly you... your knee to the head. Get that back up. Have a <laughs> level bleed listening, you bollocks. <laughs> Did you knock it when he his guys? No, it wasn't even. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, he <laughs> took it down and anyway. That's fucking, that's a serious thing, you know what I mean? Our listeners are always like, hey, when you talk about, Lydia, the politics within fighting, what yeah. do you mean? Hashtag, there, there is, there's this mad is mad politics. It's mad politics. Yeah, but it was, so it was get a sponsorship, win a Mickey Mouse belt, and um, win the OSKA, and then my fourth one was knock Ryan Chino. <laughs> that was literally one of my goals, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then looking back, like, I basically, I achieved all them. Yeah. Like the it was funny because I won the OSKA and then Fight Store sponsored me straight yeah. after that fight. So like I knocked both of them them yeah. little goals off and I obviously won the CRC belt as well. So how long was that in that time period where you wrote that to, to them actually coming to fruition? That was like twenty sixteen I wrote that. I say I was literally training about a month. Mick mentioned to me uh Ryan's name and I said, Roy, yeah. I sent me sights on him. Mm-hmm. And anti OSK, so that was my goal. And then when was it? That was last year. Then last March, mm-hmm. I, I won the OSK. So then once I won the OSK, like my plan was to knock. It was to get all three of them out of the way. It was knock Ryan Sheen out, win the OSK, <laughs> and I would have knocked all three of them off. Like in that, you know what I mean? But when I won the OSK, uh, Ryan didn't have it. Yeah. But he was he was the person I wanted to fight mm-hmm. for that. Because he, ha- he obviously had it at the time when I wrote the list. Yeah. But then I fought Ian Crotty, ended up having it. And uh, I ended up knocking him out then in the second round for it. Mm-hmm. So I was free because it was knock, it was win the OSK and knock out Ryan yeah. Shade. So I feel like if he had been there at that time, do you know what I mean? Like I but knocked out Ian Crotty instead and won it. I know that. You know, your eyes are lighting up when you're when you're talking about it, but you're a big believer because we spoke about it before about yeah. the law of attraction and you know, see it in your mind and you can achieve it. Yeah. So was that kind of one of those things where, you know, you you be, you believe that and you try to achieve it and yeah. then when it actually does happen you're like, Oh shit, oh, it actually it's mad. does work. Like going back to that uh the flying knee knockout, I won the C R C by uh flying knee knockout, that was about that was a year before I fought for the OSK. Mm-hmm. But that's when I first start sussing that, like the law of attraction, and it it actually works, like, because yeah. for that fight I was saying that uh, I was gonna knock your man out. It was the first time I was ever I was ever allowed to throw a flying knee because it was pro K one. I was only fighting say C class at the time, yeah. so you can't knee to the head in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember for like weeks I was saying to Mick, I'm gonna knock this fella out with a flying knee. And like Mick was like, shut up, Blaine, talking about that. You're going to just be focused on it and all. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And like I had the lads, one of my mates in the in the gaff watching uh, your man's previous fight in slow motion. And I go, see when he does that, I'm going to fly in him in the fucking head. But then it, it actually happened. But I remember talking to you about that. Yeah. Like it was like I just pressed play in my memories and mm. boom, fucking... The flying knee happened exactly how I, I was imagining it, but that's then that kind of made me realise fucking hell, like anything you you basically talk about, mm. and that's why I'm so like confident and you kind you have to be that confident, mm. you have to believe that you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So in terms of prep, then when you're reading about the law of attraction and you're trying to put it into practice. You know, for someone that's listening, that's like, oh, I want to give that a shot. Like, what what kind of steps do you take? Do you visualize it, like, before you go to sleep at night, when you wake up? Like, what what's the process? Yeah. Um, or what works for you when you do it? So, like, what, what I usually do, like, I just imagine, like, imagine, like, me walk out. Like, I'd just be mm-hmm. walking down the road. And I'd just be like, I'd listen to me walk out, you know, and all. I'd probably be blading shadow boxing, <laughs> giving it the big bollocks, do you know what I mean? <laughs> And um, <laughs> but yeah, like weeks before, like I'd be imagining it before I go to sleep and yeah. fucking dreaming about it. And yeah, it's it's crazy though. Like when you see it, actually. What's your walkout tune? I change it up every time. It just I have to hear that tune and then get the goosebumps off. So is that like go, you're just listening to something and then you're yeah, like, that's it, that's it. But I'll be listening out for lyrics and all in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the lyrics have to ring something to me in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I when I fought Ryan Shane, my song was the Murder Show. Do you know what I mean? That's who's who's that boy? I can't even bleed remember now. But uh, do a little Google there, Shane. Good one. 
Hit it. Can you play that on the fucking on this guy? Yeah. yeah, Shane can do anything. Yes. He's a wizard. Hey Shane, grab that up. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Freestyle coming up. Oh. Yeah. And in this, it's like in the song you go, we ain't from around here. Because we are fighting in Cork, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone do a join, come on. <laughs> I'm absolutely joking, I do not yeah. smoke weed. And yeah. neither is Jay, and neither no. is Shane, and we're all drug free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I love that. Yeah. And it's, do you know what? It's like, um, even for myself, when people ask, uh, you know, why do you do what you do and stuff like that? And obviously, I love fighting and I, I, I love speaking to fighters and sharing their stories and stuff like that. But especially with events, stuff like the walkout and like the emotion in the changing room, that's the stuff that gets me. That's the stuff yeah. that gets me like, you know, that when I sit back and go, I fucking love what I do. It's yeah. those moments when you see those moments, like, and the walkout is so important because obviously it's like, it's just such a performance. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of like, you can, when you're in the changing room and like, no matter, you don't know what's going on in the fighter's head. Like obviously some are confident, some you look in their eyes and you're like, he's going to lose. Yeah. You can tell that he's, he's just not prepared or that he's shitting himself. But then once the walkout happens, confidence kicks in for everyone. And it's yeah. like the big sort of like, you know, um, not that it's fake or pretending, but everyone's confidence up and everyone is like, right, I'm going into battle now. Yeah. This is it. There's no more... Yeah, fight or flight kicks in then. Exactly like, the words right. I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fight or flight. Like, I remember one fight. The one fight I actually wasn't nervous for, uh, I knew... Or you start. I was walking out to the fight and I couldn't feel nerves. Usually I'd be shit myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyone who says they're not afraid before a fight are blatant talking bollocks. Yeah. Because you're about to go in and some cunt's trying to kill What's, you. What kind of fear is it? Like, can you can you um, compare it to anything? Do you know anything? what? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say. It's fear necessarily. I'd say it's just your body getting ready because it knows it's about to go into war. Yeah. And something's just. But, like, at the end of the day, them nerves are what make you sharp and what make yeah. you, like, be on your A game, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, that fight, the one fight I didn't have nerves, as I was walking out, I was saying, this is bleeding weird, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought, like, eventually, you don't have nerves. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then that day, I realised, Jesus, so you hope the next fight, I have <laughs> fucking nerves, because I end up losing it, do you know what I mean? No way. So, what, what can you... Do you know why that what was? Why you didn't get them that well, day? Do you know what? Um, Dara, it was actually Dara's first fight. Baba Chimp? Yeah, and he was fighting before me. And I never do this, but because it was his first fight, I wanted to be in his corner. And I went mm. out and I was shouting and all. And I was like, come on, look, I really wanted him to win. Obviously, yeah. he's one of my good mates. But uh, look, I used up a lot of fucking energy. Yeah. Oh, this is what I reckon anyway. Yeah. Because usually I'm in the back room on my own headphones in mm. don't listen that's how I get myself in the zone and yeah. I don't even look at the fucking fights but then this day I went out and I was shouting and all and he ended up winning somewhere bleeding hopping around wasting energy do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. and then like that's what I think happened and anyway like well, it it, may, it would make sense. It yeah. would make sense that definitely. You know, I never, I that. never leave the <laughs> fucking never leave the change room now. I tell you that. But it's funny. I know we were talking about UK before we started um, recording, and I remember when obviously uh, when UK was in Dublin and uh, Craig Coakley sings on was headline. Yeah. I remember when Aaron Brown was fighting, and then when St when Craig's teammates uh, Aaron Brown and then uh, Stephen Carodi when Stephen fought uh, Spencer. Um, I remember Collie saying to Craig, get the fuck back in there, back into the change. Yeah. Like, You're not, he was like, I want to be in the corner. You know, he's like, no, no. And I remember then, you know, in the, the National Basketball Union, there's like the little balcony. Yeah. And I could just see his little head, like Craig's head sticking out, trying yeah. to get like, watch around, you know, and then going back in. It, but... it, it's all right watching from like, like that now, well, pop me head out and have a look. But yeah. it, when you're bleeding immersed in it and you're, yeah. you know, and it's someone you know fighting as well. Mm. Like, it's just the emotions are high in that. Yeah. Like, 
But it's energy as well. It's an energy exchange, isn't it? Like even for me, like filming on the side of the ring, yeah. you know, when I when I get into that car at the end of a night, I'm just yeah, you'd be drained. bollocks. Yeah, I was well imagine it. Can't yeah. even just like I know I've been doing interviews and everything, but like I can't even have an exchange with whoever's driving the car. Do you know what I mean? It's usually yeah. Uh, uh, Jess Isaacson so the court woman but literally I'd just be sat there going no can't talk yeah bring me to Jeez. McDonald's quick <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah but for yourself with Muay Thai like did you have friends that were into Muay Thai like how did yeah, you actually, the first day in the gym what, what brought you down to down to making the lads yeah so um, uh, Casey Casper Walsh he was I remember I went to he was training for a while and uh, I went to one of his fights. It was, I think, it was his first amateur fight. But I was playing gargled. I was, and I was watching him. Like Casey's my best mate. Yeah. And um, I remember when he was fighting. Like I was just looking at him, going, oh, "I should, that I should be fucking in there." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I always loved the fight, and I was like, "I should, that should be me in there." I was saying to myself, and like just the buzz of it. Then after that, like straight away, I'm pretty sure. Like the next Monday, then I was down with him, and mm. that's that's where it took off. Then from there, like, so would you been scrapping growing up? Yeah, yeah, like like all people from inner city Dublin, like yeah. it's part of life. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's part of growing up in school and all. It would have been fighting, but um, how how I actually got into it when I was when I was seventeen, I got robbed, right? Yeah, by these two fellas, and um, they basically said, "Give us your phone, you're getting stabbed." And uh, I, I gave them my phone, but like like that fight or flight kicked in, and I was mm. saying to myself, just fucking smack <laughs> this cunt to dig. Like he was standing right there, do you know what I mean? Yes. And um, like I mean, I was I was I say for about thirty seconds he stood there, and I was just like I couldn't bring myself to hit him, and he fucking I let him I let your man run away, and then I made it out like I was fucking chased him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To bleed and try to save myself a bit. <laughs> but uh, after that then, like, oh, I felt bleeding humiliated. I felt, I just felt like a pussy I did. Like, I let some fella, like, do this to me. Yeah. Like, as I was saying, I grew up fighting a lot. Mm. But this fella bleeding caught me with me jocks down, he did. He caught me <laughs> by the bollocks. I wasn't expecting it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so then but... I, after that then, I said, look, if anyone ever says that to me again, I'm gonna bleed and slap the head off them, and then I, that's when I started taking training. Real, I wasn't training at that time, but I then start going into yeah. into training. Then, but that's a real common um, mentality of men yeah. when that happens. They feel like emasculated or something. Like yeah. Demasculated is the word. Yeah. Is it emasculated? Emasculated. Um, that they that they're like humiliated. But if it, if it happened to a woman. Like, we wouldn't. We'd yeah. just be like, I'm shitting that's myself. What, Take it all. Fucking drop what, me socks. Like, people always say that. They're like, ah, well, at least, at least you're all right. And I was like, now I'd, I'd rather fucking get stabbed before I hand it any. Really? Honestly, yeah. Really? Like, honestly, yeah. I'd never let anyone... Ro- like, after that, I didn't actually go straight into training. When I got robbed, that was before Casey was fighting. But I start going out then with this mindset. If anyone says that to me... Yeah. And I start getting in a lot more fights now out out on the town. Yeah, yeah. If anyone said that to me, I just start, I was getting in a lot of trouble in town, like yeah. having a lot of street fights. And then I went to Casey's fight. By this stage, I was already I was a good fucking scrapper. I didn't have any technique or anything. But then then I went into that and like cleaned cleaned me style up. But that changed me then as well. Mm. I went from like this mentality of fucking anyone says that and I'll kill them. Yeah. To like, I know I could kill someone, so I don't need to even bother at this stage. There do you know you what go. I mean? That's why when parents or people who don't enjoy fighting or they think it's a brutal sport or that it's a scumbag sport, yeah. I'm always like, you walk into any boxing gym or if you meet any professional fighter on the street, the last thing that they want to do is fight someone. Yeah. They know they can. They know they can hurt someone. And it's that transition of, you know... Also as well, like, you know... When you be out and you see two lads scrapping and they can't fight, sometimes I'd yeah. be like, I'd love to just jump in myself yeah. and show these bricks <laughs> how yeah. to actually throw a bleeding hook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, like, if I ever have kids, they'll definitely be going into it. 100%. I'm freaked I didn't start it sooner. 
Because yeah. I, I only started when I was bleeding 20 or something. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? What are you now? 25? 24 now. 24. So, yeah. The years so are freaked, pushing on. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting bleeding old, I am. But uh, <laughs> I would have loved to have done a sooner. Like, f- definitely, I would have bleeding smashed your man's head in that fucking day, I tell you that. <laughs> but um, but yeah. also... But in, in fairness, on. it's actually, like, even though we know we got robbed and all, but, like, th- that kind of really benefited me. It's mad to say yeah. it, but, like, it all changed for me for the better, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what I would have been doing like if I wasn't fighting like I'd probably be getting up to bleeding bogey shit you know what I mean like but Well, this is the reality as well do you know what I mean it's that focus that it gives you and a drive and it's like I always see like especially with lads that um, start fighting and they have their first fight and then you watch the kind of evolution of them and it's almost like they tap into something within themselves you know so it gives you like a purpose or it gives you the knowledge of knowing that you can achieve something far greater than you ever thought you were able ever to do once you put in the work and you're dedicated and you're disciplined yeah but like before fighting I was never really I don't know what it was I was never mad into anything like now Mm -hmm. like people are always into like football don't get me wrong I played football when I was a kid but I never had something that like I actually really probably was the blade in Call of Duty I'd say that was the only thing I bleed and loved bit of card yeah that was it like but I never had real passion for it but like then once once I started fighting I knew I want to fucking do this do you know yeah. what I mean I really loved it like straight off the bat but, but probably prob- little man syndrome as well do you know what I mean ah no not at <laughs> yeah. all oh well I was just about to say like you have to be given props because well, you have you've achieved a lot within a sport for like four years do you know what I mean yeah. from especially from going from no experience to fighting pro to winning a title to being yeah. in there you know having those big fights indefinitely in terms of domestic fights as well I mean that fight with Ryan Sheen was one that was talked about for a very long time and in, in, yeah. in the build up in the lead up and you know I it was, enjoyed that it, it was, was good brilliant buzz, yeah. it was brilliant for me who works in the, on the media end of things I was so it was so good because yeah. I was like, this is what is needed. Two competitive guys that, you know, have, both of you have great followings. You know, yeah. you're going to go in there. You're going to absolutely knock the bollocks out <laughs> yeah. of or try to anyway. And there's going to be a great lead up and everybody wins. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And there was all that stuff that I got in the lead up, like, oh, you know, that in the, was, in that the was hallway. Gold, that was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that was, I had gotten, I was filming Jay um, just after winning the belt and, uh, you know, he's about to celebrate with all the boys and then out of the backgrounds, in walks Ryan Sheen and yeah. then Jay starts shouting at him and then Ryan goes up and starts hugging him and oh, it was just remember brilliant. That? You were, I was, you were interviewing <laughs> me and you, ba- or you basically called out Ryan Sheen. Yeah. And I said, look, I want to fight Ryan Sheen, blah, blah, blah. As soon as I walked out after giving you that interview, he was there. Yeah. So I couldn't say on an interview, I want to fight this fella. <laughs> and then see him and not say that. And so as soon as I walked out, I was like, ah, Ryan, you're yeah. getting it. You're getting it. <laughs> Which is but so me, admirable as well. Yeah. The way I was like, this, he had the balls on Jay yeah. Council. I was me, just like. My brother was there as well. And he was like, shake hands on it. Shake hands <laughs> that you're going to fight and all. Because like everyone knew, my, my plan was always to fight him in the end. So everyone around me knew. He didn't even know, but I wanted to fight him for fucking year, four years or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But um, did you ever tell him that? Did you ever tell him no, that? No, I, I told him that day when I called him <laughs> out. That was it. But like it all that fun. shit that was going on, like people think I was getting personal. I wasn't getting. I I told him that even that day. I said, look, I respect you, but I want to fight you. Yeah. And then everything else, I was just trying to get into his head, which mm. I, I know for a fact I did. I, I know I was in his head 100%. <laughs> I was texting him and all. And all. Were you yeah, really? In the build-up to the fight, texting him the night before the fight and all. Like, you did? Yeah. You brazen <laughs> uh, No, he kid. was texting me, but it was a good, it was a good buzz. Like, like he, what were you saying? Just like... what did, He put up a picture of a steak or something and he goes, medium rare like his face or a bloody red like his face or something like that. And I just text him back saying, I'm going to absolutely murder you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not messing with you and all. I'm going to come in there and try fucking kill you stone dead. And all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was good buzz. It was like, good fun. 
Yeah, they definitely hate me down in Cork. But I, like, I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't think they do. It's all I've I made peace. They know. They know now. But remember, you put something up on Facebook. Oh, don't I, bring me into yeah. this. <laughs> no, you put something up, and a lot of people are commenting, and they're like, "This fella's a clown." And all. Oh yeah, we, it was our interview, yeah. wasn't nice? And I, yeah, I yeah. was replying back, and I just sent like uh, a gif of some fella putting on a clown mask. Yes. But I was loving it. But uh, yeah, it was funny. No, I, I, and listen, I was delighted because I was getting all the views, I was getting all yeah. the hits, all the <laughs> likes, all the follows. So, like, this is brilliant. But th- you know, that's that's the fight game, and that's the. That's the the that's why fans love fighting. It's that yeah. back and forth. It's like it's just done. I mean, we see the the guys at the top of the game, like we see professional boxers, professional fighters. Like obviously, some choose to have the image of you know the respect and the like, yeah. the, like the martial artist. And then others <laughs> are like, I'm going to rip your head off. Yeah. I mean, look at Connor for one. I mean, he made a bloody career on yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like I grew up watching the likes of fucking. Mike Tyson and Ali, they're yeah. big talkers, you know what yeah. I mean? So, of course, and, like, where I'm from, like, if you're going to fight someone, you fucking give them mm-hmm. shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. You give them abuse. I'm not going in there to blade and dance with you. I'm going in there to take <laughs> your head off. I'm not going to fucking sweeten you up before I get in, do you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that's, like, toy boxing, it's, it's all about respect and all. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. After every fight I've ever had, it's over straight away. Do you know what I mean? I get down and I'll fucking get on my hands and knees and say, serious fight, well done. Yeah. Which I did with the Ryan Sheen fight. Mm-hmm. No matter how much shit I bleed and talk to the fella, it was all just mind games. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but, um, but is there, no? even if, like, obviously we're saying that it's all for, you know, the fight game and stuff in the lead up. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously there has to be a certain level of dislike or want to win or yeah. something but when you finish fighting like when you're saying like that's gone and the respect is there is it just a sort of like a mutual respect that you've yeah. both gone in there and fought your heart out and yeah. there's no kind of, like what is the feeling like like see with that fight remember like we're talking about the law of attraction mm-hmm. like oh, oh, I said this to you before as well like I thought that was my destiny this yeah. is but this is the thing you can get wrapped up in this like, I thought my destiny was to be Ryan Shane. So, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what I do, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to win this fight, no matter what. Yeah. And that obviously gives you that other, another boost of confidence as mm-hmm. well. Like, you're like, Fuck, the blade, the universe is on my side, sort of. But, yeah. but um, like, even from that, I realised then, like, things don't always go to plan, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But that one, that one hurt. That loss hurt. I'm not going to lie. Did it? Me. Yeah, I was, I was freaked out over that one. Where, where did the hurt come from? The fact that it, uh, when you Just lost... Just being me bleeding destiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I felt like the universe let me fucking down on that one. Or, or the universe has something bigger in store yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know? That's the thing. You, you Sometimes it goes your, goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. And it's only in time when you look back, you go, shit, remember when I got so hung up yeah. on that last around Sheen? And then something bigger comes along or it reroutes you yeah. or re re rose you to something else. In fairness, like it gave me, it gave me a bleeding kick up the hole like that. Because like I was still, like I, I'm not making any excuses here, right? He yeah. beat me fair and square. But like I, I wasn't taking it as seriously as I should have been. Like I remember like, say a fucking year before that fight I was saying when I fight Ryan Sheen I'm gonna bleed and stop going out I'm gonna stop partying I'm gonna stop everything yeah. I'm gonna bleed and live like a monk do you know what I mean <laughs> and then when the fight came along like I was still bleeding going out two weeks before the fight like yeah. do you know what I mean and well, that's silly now Jay know, come on bollocks, even I, like, I know that's but silly but that's what I mean like that then it was the kick up the hole right yeah. look you didn't give it 100% do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and I say at some stage we might rematch each other. Like, I understand him now. At the time, when I was snapping in that interview I gave to you, yeah. that was just because it was only a week after that fight and I was like, I want to get that back. Like, ego yeah. again. Like, mm. But uh, I understand now, like, he doesn't want to go backwards. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. looking. So I just have to fucking get a few more big wins and then mm. eventually fight him. Do you know what I mean? And but also- there's no bad blood. I just played... I'm just a stubborn, bleeding, competitive bastard, and I just want to get that back still. Like, are you some kind of horned 
Sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm a Taurus. Is that how Taurus, yeah, you're yeah. a bull. Stubborn yeah. bull. Yeah. Yes, that's like yeah. the... Shane, please... What am I like? I literally can predict everyone starts saying that. Yeah, that's mad. I'm into, I'm into the horoscopes now. Yeah, yeah. You're a, the, literally the defining characteristic of Taurus it's is stubborn. stubborn. Yeah. yeah, stubborn Yeah, I'm bull. a stubborn cunt, I am. It yeah. gets me into awful trouble at yeah. times. Yeah. You have to be able to balance that. Yeah. You have to... Have to uh, yeah, very good. You're an earth sign as well. Yeah. Happen to know. So maybe reconnect with nature. Oh, yeah. I reconnect with nature. Do, Don't do worry, a bit yeah. of fishing or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you know, who knows when, you know, fights will be back and what the landscape will be like. It's definitely not going to be this year, I don't think. No, definitely but, um, not. I just, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on it? You know, like, what, 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 what do you feel has to be done? What do you mean? Like, I mean, the fight industry, the entertainment industry, it's all been shot on at the moment. Yeah. Like, no one is doing anything to support it and, like, just wait it out. But it's been a year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's a load of bullets. Especially when you're a professional fighter. You're lucky because you're young. Yeah. But what about those guys that are, like, have trained for 10 years and they're at the end of their career now and they've got one or two years to make a really big impact and secure those big fights and do something with their legacy. And now there's just nothing. Yeah, and there's I not even imagine. a there's not even a stage map. There's not even a plan. Okay, in, in six months' time or in a year's time, I just think we need to just get our shit together and yeah, just get like it's, get shit. It's get nearly shit back. been a year since I was in the ring. <clears throat> yeah, like that's cre- It was only the other day I realised that. Like I didn't think it was that long. Mm. Like I was last in the ring in December. Yeah. So it'll be well over a year by the time I get back mm-hmm. in. Like that's that's crazy. Do you worry that. about something like ring rust or? No, I worry about bleeding, pulling someone over a counter of a shop and battering them. So I'm dying <laughs> for a scrap. That's what I worry about. <laughs> bleeding, battering the bus man or something. Do you know what I mean? But that's honestly like I'll go off the head if I, I if know. I don't. I need that. I need that fight. And I need to. I the need release. to fight. Yeah, I need it. Mm. Like. It's crazy, but that's another thing. It made me realize, like I got into the into the idea, like I'm doing this because I can make money off it or whatever. Yeah. And then over the lockdown, then I realized, fuck, I don't really care. I need this to keep me sane. Yeah. It's not even about money. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I still believe want the money. I'm not. <laughs> I haven't changed my mind on that. But I realized that it's not just money. Like yeah. I, I actually really need it. And I love it, you know what I mean? Well, I think this is another positive that's come out of all of this is that it's <clears throat> made people, like we said, assess, but to realise how much they love what they're doing or to to focus more on stuff that they love. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think a lot of people had time over the lockdown, things that, like, they could do things that they were putting off for a long mm. time and just get the mind right. Like, that's, that's what it's done for me. And anyway, mm. like... Absolutely. <laughs> Just listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so fingers crossed everything goes back to normal. So, I mean, let's talk about where you're from. I'm from Ringsend. Ringsend's favourite part of the city. I used to live yeah. there. Did you? <clears throat> what? Well, no, sorry. I only moved was a year ago I lived there for two years no way technically technically it was rings end yeah and I used to uh, do you know where I used to live is um, what's the dog racing track the Shelbourne just right across the road from Shelbourne yeah did you really yeah Yeah, um, that's mad yeah yeah so it's in between, it's kind of, some people call it Grand Canal, but it's actually, yeah. I say, Ring's End. Yeah, Ring's End's a bleeding lovely place. But I used to walk the dogs down there and stuff, yeah. down there and all the, the bridge and stuff. Um, but I love it. Because yeah, it's, it's that one place, um, there's a few different places around Dublin, but it's got that mix of young, but it's also got the older generation that is still there yeah. as well. It's just, it's I don't know, it's real comfortable. It reminds me of like my nanny street or something when I'd be walking around it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's it really is. Good. It's a mad little village. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I know we always buzz calling the scumbags now, but it's actually it's a really nice spot it is mm. you know what I mean we're not we're scumbags in other ways you know what I mean but yeah. we won't we won't talk about that <laughs> people have been listening be like scumbags what's he talking about yeah. but it's the reference that you and all the lads yeah. have obviously for context like you all your bunch of friends will be Casey Babachimp obviously uh, Kat, Casey from Versatile yeah. Alex as well Babachimp 
Oh, let me try and name them all. <laughs> Who's the big tall ginger lad? Tall ginger, Jesus. The big, the Am big I ginger. Am forgetting who one of my mates is here? Yeah. Is he? Is he ginger? He's oh. really tall. He's always had to fight with his all. Oh, Alex. No, not Alex. Jesus, like he's not fucking ginger. You no, but... not Alex. Alex's not really that tall either, is he? A tall ginger. Oh, jeez, he's not ginger. He's not. He might be happy with you saying that. Cuban Johnson, is it? Cuban Johnson, that's it. Is he not ginger? He is in his bollocks. Well, not the oh, you ever noticed, anyway. Keen, I won't be happy. Sorry. He'll be knocking at your door, he will now. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get out to Randall. <laughs> Don't be telling him where it is. He'll <laughs> be up in a car, he will. <laughs> I thought he was ginger. He is kind of ginger, no? Jeez, I never noticed that. Strawberry blonde. Right, we'll say that. I'm not saying it, but you're saying it. Dano Bolton. I know Dano. Dano. Bolton, yeah. No, Dano. Do you know how I know Dano? I met Dano in, um, what's that nightclub in town? I was in a club, not 92. 22. Like 22, is, is it? That it? The Mad Gaff in town that's open to about five o'clock. Yeah, I think. Is it 22? Yeah, is it? Number yeah. 22. Uh, off uh, Grafton Street. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 in 22 and I was like Dano Bleeding Bolton what's the story and yeah. he was like what and he, I was <laughs> he gets his head in most of the interviews he does yeah he does that's how I recognised <laughs> yeah. him and he didn't have a clue who I was I was like Lydia if I connect TV he was like what yeah and he ran off so I won't hold it against you <laughs> Um, who else is there that's kind of all that I can yeah, remember. Steve oh, uh, Steve gorgeous looking. Steve gorgeous looking. Yeah. Love him. He's a lovely long hair. And Caelum. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, who else is in your crew? That's kind of everyone. I'm trying to think of everyone who did yeah, be at the There's about fights. 20 of us, to be honest. There's You'll loads be doing of well them. to bleed name there's all There's a them. whole lot of them, yeah. But you always bring a good energy when you're at shows. Yeah, when you bring a bleeding crew, mad thing to do. Do you know what? And one of my favourite photographs is the photograph of you, Alex and Casey with the shaved heads. Yeah. How old are you? You're about 12. Oh, Jesus, yeah. We, we, that wasn't even planned. We all went to the barbers and we are going together and someone was like, come on, we all get a, ball, a baldy for the laugh. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, I'll get it if you get it. Then we've all just got it. I remember my ma's reaction like... I'd say she killed you. I, I came in with the hood up and I thought she was going to laugh about it because <laughs> I had a mad, a proper... What was it? A raw blade. Looked like yeah. I'd done it with a fucking... Uh. A Mac-10 or something. But, um, yeah, I ran into her then. I whipped down my hood and I was like, ah, and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? You look fucking idiot. You look like a criminal. And I was like, fuck's sake. You do, you yeah, do. Look, I was getting mini. dirty looks going you, down the road. You look like you're only out of the joy. <laughs> hell. But um, that is probably one of my um, like favourites. Like when you when you look at kind of like groups of like youths or whatever, is that that little like the friendship essentially that yeah. you guys all have because it's so important like obviously when when you look at your own friendships and stuff I realise how important it is and how like how nice it must be to have like all the lads all of you like rising up together obviously the yeah. success of the boys are after having them with their music careers and I think one thing that's always for people that don't know you all personally that has always um, been really appreciated appreciated is how the lads when they got that big kind of break over the last year or two that they made sure that they had all the boys with them yeah yeah 100% no one was left behind yeah it's it's definitely it's good to have them like Alex and Casey because you can look at how far you can go when you put your mind to something how like how nuts like how yeah, many nights did they sell out in the tree arena they they done the one night in the tree arena the, but they it was sold, sold out, out right sold out in like fucking a minute or something like that the Insane. first ever Irish hip hop group to do that, like. But for myself, looking at the lads, they're, they'd be serious inspirations for me. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I can see, right, these are at the doing this, and they're just like me. So we can yeah. bleed and do it, and and they'd push me then through all their social mm -hmm. media. But um, yeah, it's it's deadly, and you know when you're fighting that you're fighting for a whole bleeding a crew of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what pushes you on then. So not it's bigger than you. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yes, exactly. It's yeah. important of you. It or it's important for you to to do something with your life. Yeah, to make 100%, something of yourself. Yeah. Like that's like 
look, I was never mad into anything. Like, I wasn't mad into football. But when I started fighting then, and I was doing well, I, I said, right, like, I can use fighting to mm-hmm. make, like, a better life for, for my family or, or my mates, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I know with, with fighting, there is money to be made. Obviously, I'd, I'd have to do a blade in MMA or, or boxing mm-hmm. or something like that. But, yeah, that's that's my main drive, do you know what I mean? I know it's not just for myself, it's for mm-hmm. my family and my friends. And, I, like, I wanted just all of us to be living a better life, do you know what I mean? Did you ever feel growing up that stereotypically or societally whatever that what's that word is it societal is it sure. yeah <laughs> but that there's a societal pressure or that a, a stereotype that because you're from the inner city that you're not yeah. going to achieve anything um yeah i would say you're facing an uphill battle and mm. anyway do you know what i mean like but uh like i was raised by a single ma so mm. and I'm not going to say we didn't have much. We definitely had everything we needed. Mm-hmm. But I definitely liked to get more, do you know what I mean? And make me life fucking, like, look after me whole family and give them things that they never had, do you know what I mean? You have a very good relationship with your mom, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Mm. Obviously, like, do you know what I mean? Well, well, no, I mean, I mean <laughs> obviously, I'm saying, yeah, I know, but there's there's many out there who don't. Yeah, now, me, me why do you, why a do you say Why do you say Ford. obviously? Explain why you said obviously there. Because me ma's, she's a single mother. She has played in four kids. Wait, how many kids does she have? Jesus, Jay. <laughs> oh, I told you, I'm an airhead. I forget things, right? But four, four kids, do you know what I mean? She yeah. raised them on her own. So, of course, I bleed in a dormy match, you know what I mean? She's done mm. a good job. And anyway, I'm not bleeding locked up around, so that's... She's definitely done a good job. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? 100%. When, obviously, she, she plays a massive role in your, in, your, in your life, as you said, but has she ever said to you that she's proud of you? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. She, what, she what absolutely moments? hates fighting. Now, Does to she? Be honest, to be honest, when I started fighting... I remember she watched one of my fights, it was on YouTube or something, she's like, that's savage, like, my ma is real old school, and she's like, yeah. that's savagery and all, because yeah. my ma never see me fight, do you know yeah. what I mean, or yeah. anything like that, and now when I'm fighting, I'm, I'm coming into Blade and kill someone, me face and yeah. all, she's like, you look evil and all, she wasn't happy with it, do you know what I mean, <laughs> but then when she saw story was winning them, she she was bragging about it then, ah, oh, yeah, he's good at the fighting yeah. and all, do you know what I mean, <laughs> But it'd be bragging about it to the neighbours, whereas yeah. when I start, you should just get a normal job and all she was saying. Yeah, yeah. But that's another thing, like, I, I bleed and I can't work a normal job. Yeah, have you I, tried? I have, yeah. I've mm. either got sacked or left every job I've ever had, like, and I've yeah. had a lot, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've had a lot of jobs. That That's another driver as well, like, I, I don't want to work for someone else and make someone yeah. else wealthy. Like, why mm-hmm. would you work your whole life to bleed and fill some someone else's pockets, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I'd rather do it for myself and make yeah. make bank myself, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I definitely, well, that resonates with me 100%. Yeah. I feel that as well. I actually would rather struggle, not that I'm sending out the message to the universe that I would like to struggle financially yeah. for the rest <laughs> of my life, but I would rather struggle financially doing yeah. my own thing and just, just get by yeah. than to be comfortable and be able to buy a gaff or a car or whatever but yeah. having to work in a job that I absolutely despise yeah that's that's me all over like the past played four years I haven't had a washer do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm broke I am but like when I was fighting it was alright every now and again I'd get a little bleeding a cash injection of fucking but say you'd get what like you get absolute buttons for a fight say yeah. you get bleeding 500 quid or something for a fight yeah I'd spend that in the blade night, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I yeah. don't really have that. See, with money as well, if I have it, I'll just spend it. I don't cur- mm. I don't give a bollocks about money. Yeah. But I, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you, not that I don't give a bollocks, but I don't really it, it value money. It doesn't weigh on you. Yeah. As in, like, it doesn't tie you down. Yeah. And it's not, your, it's, not, it's not your main focus. It's not all compassing that. It's all about money. Yeah. The, uh, do you know what? And one of my worst... Um, dislikes or traits in a person of someone who's stingy with money yeah and that's that's, that's my but i wish i was stingy <laughs> you see them cunts i wish i was stingy but as soon as i have money it's gone yeah i'm not Straight i don't away. i don't mean like oh because i want people to spend their money on me or anything like that it's just you know like 
Oh, I get you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's when people are preoccupied with money, or sorry, how much is that, or blah blah. Yeah, you could die tomorrow. Yeah, do you like, know what just mean? enjoy yourself. Like, yeah. why did you get the bleeding dessert? Will you fuck's yeah. sake? I'll pay for it. Join you know the broke mean? crew, will you? Come on, <laughs> we're all broke over here. <laughs> but um, no, I think it's a better way to be, and I, I think um, money comes and goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can say that like, again. It goes a little yeah. bit too frequently for me, but like yeah. there we are, there we are. Um, we, I've, for everyone, <laughs> I'm talk now. Uh, for everyone that comes on the podcast, we have um, a special gift. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking lovely human. What's this? We don't. But uh, I put up a thing on our social media saying if anyone wants to ask you questions, yeah. they can send in. So let's have. Uh, look and see what everyone wants to ask. Bleeding Th- devastated. I thought I was getting it. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible... A Jaffa cake. Give the man a Jaffa cake. <laughs> I'm off the chocolate, yeah. Are you off the chocolate? No, I'm missing. Um, <laughs> now, can I just... Let me see. Right, there's a few have asked about the Ryan Sheehan rematch. We kind of touched on it. Yeah. But just I would like a rematch, but I know he has he's on his own path. Yeah. Will eventually cross paths again. Yeah. And it's... there's no bad blood between us. I know people probably want it to be that I, yeah. I do want to blade box the head off, but in a good way, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not anything personal, it's just But you know what? The two of you do your own thing for whatever. Yeah. You get more fights, get more wins under your belt, and then that build up then for when the rematch comes down the line. And I'll come back and I'll be still talking shy. <laughs> People better believe that. Just because I lost the first time after talking shy, I'll come back even harder. And I'll still have a camera in your face as well. I remember Ryan actually said to me, um, I was talking to him then, it was actually after I'd done that interview with you, yeah. and he was saying, oh, I'm delighted you won't be texting me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying he was dreading getting, now I'd be tagging him in teams. Yeah. He's like, what's this cunt saying yeah. now? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit. Um let me see, let me see. Say all of them Ryan Shane rematch. Well there's loads. The amount of times I get that please. There's loads, question. there's loads. Um I put it on Fight Connect TV as well, so let me just see if there's any other non ones there. Um so there's a few messing ones as well. Uh okay, this is a good one and it's from Chuck Eggs. Do you know who that is? No. I don't know who it is either. Good. Chuck Eggs. Chuck Eggs. Great username. Um, how did you develop and condition your mindset to be a winner? When you lost, how did you adapt? So obviously we spent the whole podcast kind of talking about yeah. that. But maybe just answer it for... Why say that again? So he's asked. How did you develop and condition your mindset to be a winner? And right. when you lost, how did you adapt your mindset? Um, I'd say uh, reading reading books on like mindset oh yeah so we were going to talk about the books yeah. you, you, you were being now I'm very ba- bad with authors and all right <laughs> I, I just read the books so I don't look too bleep much into it right but I can tell you I can tell you a few names Um. so a, a book that I really like and this was kind of the first book I read this a couple of times it's called I think it's called From Grey to Unstoppable by Tim S. Grover or something his mm-hmm. name is but he was like Michael Jordan's mindset coach. Like all the, it was top basketball athletes that this fella yeah. worked with. But uh, in that book, it's just all about mindset. And mm. it's, it's a serious book. Anyone that's looking to fucking improve their mindset towards like competition or whatever, yeah. I definitely would recommend reading that. What was, um? remember you put up a book on your Instagram and I was like, have it, it's unreal. And you were like, I just started and I was like, your mind is going to be blown. It's a law of attraction one, but it's by the oh, husband and ask wife. Ask and it, ask and ask it is given. Ask and it's given. What yeah, was the author's again? Jerry uh, Hicks. Uh, oh yeah, it's uh, Abraham Abraham Hicks. That's the, the tag on yeah. it. It's Jerry Hicks and Shane, would you look that up? Who, who the wife is? Yeah, that's a serious book. Now, that book, it's a bit mad. It's wild, right? It's ma- at the start, I remember reading and I said, fuck, this is mad because they're talking yeah. to so a bleeding spirit, essentially, or something. The wife... Esther Hicks? Esther Hicks, Jerry and Esther Hicks. So yeah. basically, the wife basically goes into like a meditative trance and she receives the voices from a collective bunch of spirits called, yeah. which have been named Abraham 
Abraham Hicks and they basically give her their guidance and knowledge and yeah. lessons of why we're here what what the world is it's what all about frequencies, human and... frequencies it's fucking brilliant yeah, I've read that book. I'm going to read it again yeah I, I'm not even messing I actually I planned on re- I already read that book twice that was the book that I actually read that got me into the law of attraction it wasn't yeah. the, the book The Secret mm. I still haven't even read that book but yeah. that asking it's given for anyone listening it's a bit mad at yeah. the start of it you might think Jesus because I'm not usually I like like books that are like about like they'll help your mind or whatever yeah. and they're they're solid they're fact based yeah. that book was completely <laughs> mad for me and I was like oh, but as you go into it then it's it's not really about believing is this fella bleeding Abraham is real it's more about the message exactly that the book gives you do you know what yes, I mean yes exactly so the concept is a bit wild yeah, but the, the con- messages yeah. definitely can be used yeah and I, I'm a bit of a fantasist as well so I, I'm always like maybe it is true we'll go with that yeah. there is there is a Where, whatever floats your boat whatever floats your boat um, Street Aesthetics has asked asked Jay would he ever do an OnlyFans account <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I might do an OnlyFans account for me feet because no. a lot of people keep asking about well, pictures. Jay, some man has said, yeah, how does Jay have such beautiful feet? <laughs> fu- my feet are poxy looking. <laughs> I don't know where, like, my, my, the, whenever we're on the session, right, yeah. I always get me feet out and yeah. like do mad shit with them, right? And the boys, like, despise me feet, like, mm. but as soon as I get a few gargles into me, because I know they hate me feet so much, yeah. I'll start whipping them out and bleeding, <laughs> doing mad things. But they're bleeding poxy looking. And cunts are well, always asking this, me. Yeah, this sad. And I just clicked on, I clicked on his profile and it seemed real, but I don't know. Don't give his name. I won't no. give his name. I'll, I'll hide his. Maybe he doesn't think that I can see the name. Tell him, send the money over on PayPal and I'll show him the feet. But I, do you know, I know a girl, again, identity absolutely hidden, but her little sister is 19 and she found out that she's been selling pictures of her feet. On OnlyFans and gets sixty euro a photograph. Jesus, get me, get her on to me. Will it? I'll link up no, I mean that's a podcast in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link up with her. We both tell picture of my feet. Probably no hundred quid. Here we go. I'll Yo. do a puppet show with me feet for that playing price. Richard uh, Keeley or Kylie. Keely, I think it is, has asked, uh, growing up, who were the ones who inspired you? Yeah, definitely um, Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'd say he was number one. I used to love mm-hmm. watching his fights. Not even his fights, just him talking absolute madness to his opponents. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. And and as well, the, the Conor McGregor's rise, that, yes. that inspired me. Yes. The Royals now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we can all take a little bit of inspiration from that. Like, because we were very much around us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was like to see that it was just. And also still having that thing of, you know, people have been so obsessed with them and being like, it's only bleeding Connor. Yeah. And then not understanding, you know, like you go to America or something, you have an Irish accent, people are like, oh my God, Connor McGregor. Yeah, and see, you know? McGregor, I think I he... used to whip out the photograph with me. This is me and Connor, this is me, see me <laughs> yeah. interview with him. What do oh you say, God. Conor McGregor? Here's actually a photo of me. Here's him. one I done earlier. Yeah. Here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah, but I think McGregor took a lot of um, a lot of tricks out of Muhammad Ali's book yeah, as well. Talking was like predicting the round and all. That mm. was all. That was Muhammad Ali's style. Saying what round he was gonna knock him out in. And yeah. But th- there's another classic example. Like I never really knew about the law of attraction till I read that book. Mm. But look at the likes of Muhammad Ali, McGregor. They're basically, they're using the law of attraction as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's something in it. But also as well, the law of attraction is like people are putting that that mindset as the law of attraction. But really that sort of just positive mindset is something that is like visualization, I suppose. Yeah. Just visualization full stop and seeing something, believing it and that whole, the, the whole idea that if you can see it in your mind, then you can, yeah. y- you can achieve it yeah. in real life, which is, you know, definitely. So I remember uh, watching a video and McGregor's talking about like when he was in a little banger of a car 
and he'd be driving down the road. And he, I remember, and he would say he would have his hands on the steering wheel and, and he, he would envision that it's yeah. a, a big car, a, a Lamborghini yeah. or a BMW. And like shit That's like that, yes. that would resonate yes. with you and you're like, fuck, but... Yeah. yeah, I've definitely done that before. I sat in my mate, uh, my mate Craig McCarthy, he has a bleeding Range Rover. And this was only a few months ago, but like that's my dream car. And I was yeah. in it with him and I was like, fucking love this bleeding car. And um, he asked me he asked me to get something. Actually, he opened up a new coffee shop, give him a little shout Yeah, out. where is it? Boom Coffee in um, in Inchicore. Lovely. But he, he owns that anyway, so fucking uh, he asked me to get something out of his car and I went out and I sat in the blade and I can't even fucking drive I sat in the driver's seat and I was sitting there and I was like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna have this car do you know what I mean but yeah. I got my goosebumps and all and I was like I could picture myself in the car so in a few years you'll see me in the blade in a Range Rover chat cream well, seats and all yep. I hope I'm at the bus stop you'll give us a lift yeah. to wherever I'm going because <laughs> I definitely won't be driving yeah. still I've, I failed my driving theory test five times really I actually managed to get another appointment to, to do it uh, December 2nd everybody so that is the big date um, I got see. three provisional driver's license and never actually end up driving I'd get it no way so did you Forget pass the, the test I passed the test bleeding I had fair to do it fucking you. three times fair play to you I've I've never, I never got into a car Although I kept I got... losing the bleeding fucking <laughs> the thing <laughs> I got ripped off the last time the first three times I definitely failed right because yeah. I didn't prepare the fourth time I mean I could have stood a little bit harder the fifth time I was like okay I think I have it but is this the theory test yes Jay how are you not bleeding past Hold up here now. Do you know what you do? Look up, right? Yeah. I actually, I had Wi-Fi before I went in. Look up, there's a thing, the 40, 40 hardest questions on the theory test. There's someone made the bleeding list and I'm not even messing. The other ones are common sense. <laughs> I'm actually going to write that write down. Write that down, yeah. What is it? The 40 hardest questions? The 40 hardest questions on the theory test. I swear to God, I read this before. I literally, while I was waiting to go into the room, when I went in, like the majority of it is common sense then they have these little slowy questions that they throw in there but you once say you common that, sense but it's shit like you're driving at night it's raining there are leaves on the road there are children on the hill <laughs> there is a ball on the thing what do you need to watch out for I'm like well bleeding everything yeah you know, I, I all think of the, the priority is always just people and yeah. fucking cyclists. That's yeah. it's handy, honestly. I know that, now, but the fifth time I done it, I was sat there and I was doing all the questions. Um, I done six of them. They're all tractor questions. Yeah. So I hopped up, I went outside, <laughs> and I go, sorry. I was like, I think you have to give me the wrong test. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, there's bleeding. All I'm after getting is about tractors. Yeah. I said, yeah, it's cars, tractors, blah. And I was yeah, like, oh shit, sorry stupid, about that. And I went to go back and she's like, oh no, sorry, you failed. What? Like, what? I haven't even hit stage. She's like, oh yeah, once you leave the seat and you leave the exam area, you failed. Jesus. Bleeding. Who does that? The RHS, is it? The Road the Safety Authority. RSA. Rats. You're doing a great job. Thanks very much. It was my own fault. <laughs> we need to watch who we give stick to here. Potential sponsors gone out the window there. I need there. to ease up. I need to ease up. Um, We're only messing. Only Don't joking. take anything we say seriously. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, there was one last question I'll ask you before, before we go. And it was, it's actually, it's from your ma, but it's not your ma. What? Yeah, it's ah. not your ma. It's like, it's the quest, the thing is your, <laughs> it's like your ma, then a load of numbers. Um, but she, I was like, well, since when's my ma on Instagram? <laughs> She's asked a really cool question and it's, uh, what's important to you? It's a good one to end on. Um, fuck, that's a blade and hard question, isn't it? Mm. What's important to me? Living, living living a good life living a happy mm-hmm. life and um, succeeding in life yes yeah, that's what's important to me yeah absolutely and being having, happy having fun while I'm yes. doing it you know what I mean yeah. but that's also my problem but should look <laughs> <laughs> have a bit too much fun so don't listen to what I say you have plenty time to worry about toning down the fun yeah. no, you should, no, you should always actually, have fun always yeah. have fun do you know yeah. what I mean always have fun Definitely, 100%. Well, thank you very much. No, butter. That was a good buzz. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was good, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing better than a bit of shy talk. Uh, shy mean? talk and On a, a rainy laughs. day, yeah, I should look. <laughs> I wish we had something to promote. I wish we had, like, you know, a fight coming up or... Yeah. 
Well, we'll just have to hang on and wait. Yeah, I'll give a, a shout out. Mick, Mick's a blade stubborn hunt. You probably won't even be listening to this, but we'll shout out the coach, Mick Pazowski. Yeah, I'm um, glad you said his surname because I can never get it. Pazowski. Yeah. Now it's like, now Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. Now that. Haven't that's seen how Monsters Inc. What? Yeah, sorry. You didn't have a childhood, mate. <laughs> I'm 36. <laughs> I'm hanging around watching Bleeding Monsters Inc. when I was 28. Yeah. Bloody hell. Each it on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Mick Pazowski, um, my strength and conditioning coach, Adam Hennessy, yeah. aka Heno the Wizard, he helps me with all the diet and all that. And uh, my team as well at 309. Mm. And my sponsors, Fight Star. Yeah. Stefan and Claire, legends. Yup. Good stuff. Um, I was actually thinking about bloody uh, cartoons there while you were talking. About <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking about the bloody Lion King. I was like, the Lion King. Um, but yeah, I will watch Monsters, Inc. I will report back how I get on with Monsters, Inc. Um, you won't be watching. Don't be spoofing to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah thank you so much for coming in no, and I wish you the best of luck no doubt I'll see you again yeah. you know we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch and uh, hopefully there'll be a fight sometime soon and we'll uh, when you get that BMW or the Range Rover Range Rover yeah come back in and let we'll us know how it drives I'll pick you up good stuff that is Jay Council for the first exchange yeah